Hello, listeners. This is Danny, and you're listening to Bruja Coffee Hour Podcast, the show that we discuss our favorite brew beverages and I tell you a spooky story. And now get ready for our Bruja Coffee Hour Podcast special guest. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Hello. Oh, is there Mark? Introduce yourself a little bit. Tell the folks that are listening at home in their cars or wherever you're at um, about a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Samara Pina. Um, Danny's best friend, obviously. <laughs> um, I like how you just threw that out there. <laughs> okay, first of all, like, no one has known me as long as I have at this point. Exactly. And we met in middle school and we still best friends. And yeah. yep, and um, we're both Hispanics, <laughs> Latinas. <laughs> um, yeah. So Zermara just graduated with. What did you get? I forgot. I know you. It was oh. criminal justice, but um, it was in in what? Just criminal justice. It's it, so I graduated with a bachelor's in art. It's called in criminal justice with a cum laude um, honors. Oh, check her out. That's my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Really great. She's a little shy if you ever meet her. She's a very shy person. But let me tell you, this girl is something else when she fights. She is very determined. I can say that. I swear you could have been a lawyer. That's what I think you should have been. I considered it, but Oscar's a lot of money. I know, it's a lot of money. Either way, I don't know. I see this girl more as a detective and I don't know, or true crime. I Zermar, I, I can't just see you doing your own true crime podcast series. I think I can see I you doing know, that. I'm too shy for that. I know. It's okay. <laughs> I'm way too shy, which I think is hilarious that I work they say that I'm stirring. Because I'm like, right. you obviously don't know me that well because I'm the opposite of that. So her job has her, what, you're training new recruits, right? Yeah, so, because it's seasonal, so Uh I pretty much train all the new people. They like sending them to me because they say that I'm pretty good at training them because I'm stern and I'm, I guess, their words were, I give it as it is and not unsugarcoated on how they're supposed to be doing stuff. Basically, you're Pisces straightforward, Apparently, but you know me, you know that that's not how I am in real life. No, I feel like I'm always the one that, like, we're gonna yeah. do this way, yes. well, and then I'm, I'm not... like, okay, well, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not saying I'm like, I'm always bossy, I'm just very, um, bold and very, um, you're more determined and outgoing, yes, and that's and that's okay, but and I think that's why we get along because our zodiac signs are compatibility and friendships. So yeah, for sure. Well, because... we have how many years down the belt at this point? Oh, hey, I this, lost is what, track. this is what I want to say to the folks at home. We met in middle school, what we were on like oh, 13 or 12? Seventh grade. That's what I remember because okay. um, I had left the Christian school in yeah. seventh grade. Oh, this is all I can tell you folks. We're almost 30 years old. That's how long we've been friends. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, folks, so today, we're not doing coffee today, brew teas. So I made myself a honey citrus mint tea. And Zermar, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a peppermint tea, but I almost mm. went with a citrus tea, so that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's uh, actually funny. Actually, the tea I'm drinking is actually, they call it the medicine ball at Starbucks. Oh. But they're not allowed to call it that. Why? Um, because they said, uh, well, from what I was told, they don't know where the word came from. If you listeners are like any baristas that know it, they just told me we're not supposed to say that. And there's no medicine in it. I think the only medicine is, is just like the lemonade and the honey that helps. Kind of like the tea, like the yeah. citrus flavor. Yeah. But it's really good because it's basically like peach tranquility. And then I forgot. I think it's jade mint Ooh. from what I've heard. It's really good. You should try it. And it has lemonade too. Oh, sounds really delicious. Did you make it? Yeah, I made it. I always buy it every time like um, it's the cold weather. It just helps me with my allergies a lot. Yeah, no, that's why I decided to go with tea because it's super cold and I'm like freezing. I'm like, tea sounds good for one. Right. Well, because mostly, like, if I, like, start feeling and getting allergies, I always get, like, um, I always either drink this or I drink chamomile tea or ginger tea or I would eat curry. Oh, you're one of those people. Well, I love curry, but my brother got me into it, so. It is yeah. really good. I live right across a, um Indian store, well, two mm-hmm. technically, and mm-hmm. sometimes we just walk there and we get, um, curry because they have really good curry mm. and um they also have um not all different kinds of non bread so we just yeah. buy curry oh. and a non bread so we and we bring it home and we make the chicken based curry and obviously the white rice because it's so many spices that we don't think of any other rice oh my god that sounds so good well the only curry I've, well, I've had Indian curry I think I only had it once because only curry I've only had was, no, the one that's my favorite, but my brother makes it. So shout out to Christian if he's listening to this. Oh my God, he's just so good at cooking. I wish I, oh, I was like, I don't know. This kid has a talent. I was like, I know. I'm so mad with little boy. <laughs> now he's I, cooking. I know. Um, His Japanese curry is bomb. Bomb. I didn't even know that was Japanese curry. Well, I think in the Asian culture, there is a lot of different curries because I've had curry in Thailand. I'm not trying to um, say anything um, bad about Asian cultures. I just love food. And then if y'all have any like recipes for us to try, we'll be down to try it. And we'll give out our Mexican recipes. So if you guys want bibia tacos, we got you. If you guys want pozole, we got you. I know how to make all three, the red, green, and white. I so fantasize about your mom's birria's quesadillas. I know. <laughs> I actually made them into a pizza version oh, of it. Don't tell me that. It's really easy. It's you really still haven't easy. sent me the recipe, so I'm still offended. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll send that to you after this, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. Well, now that we now that we're all toasted in and getting warmed up. Let's jump on to the spooky story.
Hello? What am I doing tonight? Nothing that I know of. What's up? Halloween party? Yes, I'm down. What's my costume? Um, I'm thinking of going like those skeleton people like from that that Disney movie, that Mexican Disney movie, um, Coco, I think that's what it's called. Yes, Katrina. Yes, girl, you know. I got the costume from the Halloween store. Okay. Text me the address. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Click the red button on my phone. As I walk to the mirror, staring back at myself. I have a couple hours to get ready, I said to myself. It wouldn't be so bad to get coffee, right? I thought to myself. I jumped off of my bed and hurried to the bathroom. I ordered my favorite seasonal drink, especially around this time. A dirty iced chai tea topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. I sat in the coffee shop, staring through the window. It was a little cold and a light breeze. Perfect fall weather. I finished my drink and stopped by the store to finish off the final things for my costume. While I was roaming the local shops, I ran into a Mexican antique shop. Maybe there could be something I could finish off with my costume. It smelled old and weird. I noticed it had a lot of yellow and orange flowers, as well as small white colorful skulls that looked like candy, and lots of bread and also a lot of animal figurines. Do you need help? I was frightened by an elderly voice that was said behind me. Did I scare you, Miha? She said with a soft smile. Oh, I was just looking for something for my costume. I'm dressing up as her. I pointed to the figurine of a skeleton with the flowers and a beautiful dress, red dress. She glances at the figurine and back to me. Oh, la Catrina. She's a very powerful symbol in my culture, especially for Dia de los Muertos. She shows your truth self. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. We're all skeletons at the end. She said, holding the figurine. Oh, okay. Thank you for the nice story about Katrina. Do you have any choker necklaces or any of that old jewelry? Whatever it is. Right here. She instructed me and walked behind a black curtain behind the register. Next year, I... I think I should just stick to something basic like a witch or devil, I thought to myself. The old lady comes back with a choker necklace with a cameo pendant. The cameo pendant was a white and black and shaped like a rose. Wow, that's perfect, I said with excitement. Que Dios te perdone, the store owner said as she rings up my purchase. My friend Kelly runs up to me. Oh my god, girly. Your costume is so amazing. She slurred her words while holding her cup of mixed alcohol. Thanks. It took me forever to do the makeup. I yelled over the music. Dude, it looks so real. Like I can see your ribs through the red dress. She yelled back. She must be drunk. I just kept dancing while I was taking a sip from my drink. Suddenly... 
my body felt wet and cold. Did I wet myself? I ran to the bathroom to clean myself in case I just soiled myself. The bathroom was locked as I banged the bathroom door. The door still didn't open. I banged some more. Finally, the door opened. As I pushed the girl coming out of the bathroom, I shut the door right behind me and noticed my whole dress was soaking wet. I glared at the mirror and noticed my face was very thin. I looked unhealthy and paled. I instantly turned on the faucet to splash some waters on my face. Maybe I just had too much to drink. I rubbed the towel on my face harder, yet my makeup wouldn't come off. As I touched my cheek, I noticed my hands were white and almost thin, almost like you can see my bones. I glanced down at the rest of my body under the dress. I didn't have any layer of skin, just bones. I looked back at the mirror, looking back at a school. What happened to my face? I ran out of the house party, heading home. This is a dream. It has to be a dream. My eyesight became blurry. I didn't know where I was going. Suddenly, I fell on the side on something cold and gritty. Did I fell? I stood up and walked into a cold, wet wall. A dirt wall? This has to be a dream. I ran back and crashed into another wall. No, 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 I'm in a hole. Help, someone, help. Senora, is that bien? I heard a soft Spanish-speaking voice above me. See, si, please, help. My Spanish isn't great, but I'm just glad someone heard me. I felt such a huge relief. I can finally go home. Oye, hay un gringa aquí. Yes, they're getting help. Yes. They're getting help. My vision is still a little blurry, but I can see a hand extended out to me. I grabbed the small hand and I was pulled from the dirt hole. Gringa, are you okay? The soft voice was from a little boy. My vision was still a little blurry, but I can still remake shapes and faces. It was a it was the voice was from a little boy surrounded by other children surrounding me they looked different everyone was surrounded by candles and orange bright flowers there was food everywhere bread and little schools and flowers but the strangest thing is that all the children all had the same faces they had school faces painted with different colors and with skeleton bodies It's interview question time. Yay. <laughs> so, Zermara, how did the ending make you feel? It made me feel like, wow, that was a plot twist. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, maybe I kind of suspected it, but I don't know. I just didn't expect her to end up in pretty much an afterlife. Yeah. My second question is, can you relate to the story cultural-wise? Yes. 
Like I said, I am Hispanic. Both of my parents are Mexican. My mom necessarily didn't celebrate stuff like that because from a young age, we became Christians and you're not supposed to celebrate stuff like that. But so I still remember when I was a little girl, my grandma would take me to, um, obviously, Dia de los Muertos uh-huh. to my grandpa's to my grandpa's grave and she would take him his beer his cigarettes and stuff Mm -hmm. and overall i think that event Mm -hmm. not event but like this this um in the sense of event like hispanic that is so important for us it's actually very sweet because you don't do it for your pleasure but rather it's like this loving memory you have of them is like on this day, I'm going to take you your bread, your beer, your cigarettes, whatever they really enjoyed at that time. And I think it's overall a very sweet um, monument of them. Yeah. You're lucky. I haven't experienced uh, the actual Dia de los Muertos. I only celebrate here. That's what I was saying. Before. Well, I didn't realize it was cut off. But, like, I don't think I got back into it. Because, uh-huh. obviously, you met my mom. You know how religious she is. Yeah, well, we I, we we actually spent Dia de los Muertos together. Remember? Yeah, that's we what I was went, gonna say. I actually we got the... back into it because, like, yeah, when we went to um the Hollywood Cemetery, because uh-huh. I was like, I remember seeing it's like, wow, this is such a beautiful event. Yeah, like, why don't I do this? Like, I understand that, like, for my mom, that she believes she doesn't believe in it because Christians' ideology. But for me, it's like, this is overall a very sweet event. Like, you celebrate the people that die. That's just so beautiful. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to bring, like, religion to the podcast. But I don't know. It's like, I also, like, that's how I see it. It's like, I understand a lot of Christian folks that um they don't believe in death. But it's also, like, do like, Jesus came back. Well, he, he got, what's it called? Resurrected. Yeah. Reg- I can't even say it. Yeah, Resurrect. no, I, I understand what you meant. I don't know, like, I remember, like, just, like, we stopped doing it because we became Christians, but, like, yeah, like I said, like, I remember, like, getting back into it when we went to the Hollywood, to Hollywood, yeah. to that cemetery, and I was like, holy cow, this is really beautiful event. Like, yes, yeah. they're wearing beautiful dresses, but it's not even that. It's what it symbolizes. It's, like, we respect our ancestors so much that we have a day mm. to celebrate them. And not even that, like, they have um, El Dia de los Inocentes, which is the Day of the Innocent, so it's for children. So it's just, I, like, it's so beautiful. I'm glad, I'm glad that you got that. I'm glad that you got that. Okay, so, folks, I'm going to answer two questions for you. So the cemetery she is actually talking about, it's called the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So whoever's in SoCal... Check that out. It's really it's beautiful a, event. It's a beautiful event. Um, the first time I went was the year I don't remember what year, but it was the year when Robert Williams passed away. And they made a memorial of him there. Because the first time I went, it was when Hawadis they were playing. I love Hawadis. Oh, Hawadis was playing. And then the second time I actually took Zeramara and my boyfriend, who I am with now. Um, they did a, it was a quinceanera theme, right? Yeah, it was so beautiful. Like, they were yeah. wearing beautiful dresses, beautiful painting. Yes. You guys should check it out. 
if you guys ever go. It's every, like, maybe towards, I would say, two weeks before Halloween, I think. That's when they normally do, either two weeks or one week before. But check that out and get your tickets, because I know they always have live music. Yeah, and they have awesome events. Not even that, but, like, food is amazing. Yeah. Everything is amazing. Everything's amazing. I actually <laughs> talk about, um, I've been talking to my boyfriend. I remember I talked to him about it a few months ago. It's like, the, like, I totally love that event and I would totally want to do it again. But then I looked up the prices and they're like $90 a ticket. Oh, when we went, they weren't even like 90 They were like basically like 25 Yeah, last, I checked like, I'm going to say last year, they were $90 and I'm like, oh. I can't yeah, spend that much right now. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, that's way too much. And I've actually been wanting to do like um a um what is it called? Sorry, I'm blanking. I've been wanting to do the other los muertos um the altar. Yes, altar. Oh well, you're just in luck because I'm gonna be starting soon. And then, folks. This is recorded two weeks in advance, so once this episode is playing, it's actually going to be actually Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. But back to my second answer. I'm sorry, Zerma, I don't mean to interrupt. It's okay. Um, I'm glad that you call the Dia de los... Um, what's it called? Innocent. Yeah, Dia de los, I'm glad that you call the Dia de los Innocentes because it always lands the day after Halloween. That's why when she gets helped out of the hole, it's children. Oh, I'm glad you caught that. Well, I actually said that because, um, well, you know what happened. So I've been, so that's something I learned after the fact, and I'm like, that's actually very sweet memory. Yes. So that's what actually I didn't even know about it until like a year ago about that. So I just learned about it. Well, now you know. So, it, so folks, I, I know a lot of people get confused. They always think that Dia de los Muertos is always the day after Halloween. No, it's Dia de los Inocentes, which is the children that passed away. May they rest all in rest in peace, those beautiful souls. And then the day after is the adults that we that is mostly famous. Like when we watch the movie Coco, everyone's seen all the flowers and all the skeletons and everything that way. So my third question is, how would you react by the shop owner's warning? Even if I didn't know what language they were telling me, but if they were speaking English that entire time to me and they suddenly spoke a foreign language, I would be on yeah. high alert. I'll be like, hmm, can you say that again while I click like Google Translate for me? Because I don't know what they're saying, you know, because I'm know. a very <laughs> skittish person as it is. So, like, <laughs> I I would have, like, double-checked what they said before um, buying anything in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's just me, I guess. Because <laughs> um, she didn't think it was that important, apparently, and went about look, it. And... Look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then now for the fourth question, you kind of answered it already. It's basically, um, how would you celebrate Dia de los Muertos? Oh, I would obviously celebrate it by like, well, I have obviously, you know, I had a lot of people close to me pass from yes. a young age. So I have my dad, my grandpa, 
well, both of my grandpas, I guess, but I didn't meet my dad's grandpa, so I don't even know what he looks like because I've never even seen pictures of him. Uh-huh. And then I have, um, oh, oh, and then um, Aaron has family, so like it's something that I would like to get into because it's just, I just love the idea. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe it's not even like because you know, like, there's these every religion has their beliefs, and maybe. It doesn't make sense. Maybe it's not real, but just the whole idea that, like, hey, I'm gonna respect my ancestors this way is just so sweet to me, and I love that idea. I love that answer. I love it. Thank well, you. you. Well, you know that Dia de los Muertos goes back to Aztec times. I didn't know that, which makes sense because in Coco they showed the the alevirijes yeah. and everything. Yeah. Oh, and then, folks, if you don't know what alebrijes are, alebrijes are our spirit animals that guide us to the afterlife. And I, then, just, I just remember we watched Coco together, didn't we? Yeah, we were sobbing our asses off. <laughs> yeah. I remember because I literally, I remember that I was at Aaron's and I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna watch Coco with my friend. <laughs> and I love that movie. It's just no, so like, cute. I remember, like, we were fine, and then we were just, like, sobbing in the movie theater, and I think, like, Luis wasn't even crying, and I was like, how are you not crying? <laughs> but to be fair, Danny, we cry in any movie. We do cry in any movie. I still remember well, how much we cried in The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> that movie broke me a little. Oh, my God. I don't care how what y'all say. Back in that time, we were, like, barely out of high school, and it was, like, the thing, okay? <laughs> it's so cute, okay? Like, oh. <laughs> and then, um, oh, and then I do have another question for you. Do you know what the Katrina is? I don't. Honestly. Okay. Okay, so La Katrina, um, it's basically, um, have you ever seen the Book of Life? Yes. Oh, you know La Muerte? Yes. Okay, so there's two different stories. So a lot of people compare La Muerte or La Muerte to a, um, I forgot, there's like, it's not a, it's not like a satanic cult. It's like La Santa Muerte, I think that's Oh, what yeah, the, okay. the saint of death. So La Santa Muerte obviously is like the lady of death or the saint of death. It's not, it, it's not it. It's um, the Santa Muerte. I don't think it's evil. I think it's more like um I can't describe it what it La is. Santa Muerte? Yeah, like that religion and everything. Or it's not like a cult, but it's like I don't know, it's not entirely good. No, either. I think it's more like it's from what I heard or seen, it's more like people that tend to celebrate them are yeah. are like not necessarily evil, but like they want they're wrongdoers in the sense of like I know narcos celebrate them and stuff like that, but they yes. do it for their like, because if they kind of believe that like if they celebrate her, that she's gonna cover them from being murders and bad stuff to happen to them. But in order yeah. to do that, they have to sacrifice other people. Okay, now now you know that more than me, so I did not know that. I just what a lot of um. Um, I know she was bad news. 
Okay. Well, um, from what I know, there's two different versions of it. So from what my mom has told me is that she, the Katrina, mm-hmm. is basically the lady of death. And she is a reminder to enjoy life and embrace mortality. So Katrina is kind of like the grim, grim reaper, reaper? Yes, but like a reminder. Okay, so like, hey, remember to do <laughs> live your life and don't live with regret? Basically, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, she's an OG though. <laughs> no. So actually, the Katrina was created in a political cartoonist by Jose Guadalupe Posada in the 1910s. So I think it was like during the revolution. Mm-hmm. And he wrote it as a cartoonist as um, he would dress up a skeleton and like dress elegantly to criticize the dictatorship of Porfilo Diaz and the upper classes that supported him during the Mexican Revolution. Oh, okay. So basically it's like talk it's like I'm trying not to bring politics into it. But it's like I'm really trying not to, but I just want folks to like relate it. Um it's like Trump. <laughs> like you know how people supported Trump and then some of them they got and then it's funny because the my the majority they were um they were um how do I say not the majority the majority were racist and then the majority was um what were they? They were um immigrants. Mm-hmm. Right? And then some of the, from what I've heard, some of the immigrants that were supporting him, they got um, deported. Yeah, I did hear that too. I heard that. So it's basically kind of like that. But I'm not, folks, I'm not trying to bring politics into it. I'm just trying to give you guys an, an example. example. So don't come after me because I will block your asses and I don't care if I get canceled. I don't care. I'll still keep coming back. <laughs> no, I wrote this Crap. story. <laughs> I wrote this story to represent our culture that's why i try to make it sweet sweet but it's also like my like, okay, like don't mess with something you don't know no it's not that it's like respect the tradition but it's not a costume yeah no it's not it's not a costume it's not something to wear on halloween that you just oh i'm just gonna put school makeup and a flower crown and there you go no it's not it's it's meaningful. It's remembrance. There's more to it than just a costume. It's what you're yes. trying to say. I know. It's so hard. It's just a beautiful thing. And not a lot of people understand it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree there. Yeah. I was tearing up a bit right there. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I can't believe I turned up like that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So... That's why, like, folks, it's, like, it's, like, I don't mind. Some folks, you can celebrate it. It's just celebrating. Remember, like, your loved ones and tell your stories about your loved ones, like, about, like, your your aunts, your uncles, your parents, um, your children who have passed away. I'm not trying to say, like, all children, but, like, just, like, whatever story you have of a loved one, just, like, pass it on. And then remember them. Yes. It's not like Coco that you have to actually put a, a photo up. It's not like that. It's literally about like just remember their memory and try to like keep yes. them in with you. Yeah. Yes. 
And then folks that are listening, I am going to have an instruction guide how to set up an altar or an ofrenda. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to check that out or share it or tag us in it, join us your ofrenda for Dia de los Muertos. That'd be really great and awesome. That way we're sharing our traditions and supporting each other. And then, Zimar, are you planning on setting up an ofrenda? Yes, I am. Or altar. I don't know. I hear it's either ofrenda or altar. It's like one of those. Yeah, I am planning to do one this year. It would be really nice. Yeah. Right. And then also, yeah, folks, don't forget. Just tag us in it whenever you guys get get a chance to do that. Okay. Okay. That is all we have today. Listeners, how would you react being surrounded like our main character of this story? Don't forget to answer our Q&A after this episode or let us know on Bruja Coffee Hour podcast on Instagram. Thank you, Zermara, for joining and brewing with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm glad you liked the story. I loved it (laughs) so much. I know. I think I picked this one for you because you do get creeped out really easily. I do. <laughs> I That's okay. Do. But it's still funny because she I still drag her to watch scary movies with me. It's still, still funny. It still does. It's it still does. But I end up sleeping with her because I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend like, sleeps on the floor. <laughs> literally, like my boyfriend will sleep on the floor and Zermar will sleep on her bed. <laughs> to be fair, I don't make him. <laughs> He just like here you go on the bed. I'll just sleep on the floor. Like he literally grabs like like a a sleeping bag and everything. I just think it's funny. Yeah, I I remember telling people and like most people don't believe me. And I was like, I swear that's what I. <laughs> I would send pictures next time. And I'm like, you don't believe? <laughs> no. All right. Okay. All right. Well, okay. thank you for having me. No, thank you. And I'll like. And, and don't worry, it won't be the first time you'll be hearing Zeramara, just like Denise and Christina. And we'll see you guys soon. See you next time. This episode was written by me, Danny Oliveros. Please remember, be positive and kind to others. Please recommend your favorite brew beverages on our Instagram. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow Bruja Coffee Hour podcast on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts i'm danny thanks for listening